my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. All right, happy Labor Day, gentlemen. We I never. Thought this was a, I thought this was a work day. holiday. It's not a work holiday. Neither neither rain nor hail nor sleet nor flood will stop the Geek Stuff TNG crew. See, what's funny is, you know, we did we did the flood bit for a while when my internet was all funny, and then it actually flooded in New Jersey for a little a little while, and apparently the rains are coming back uh, this week. So, some more, some more sandwich I live on the in scene. A flood zone now. Yeah. Look, there's only two zones left in the United States. There's fire zone and flood zone, and you're in one of those two, no matter where you live. Yeah. Yeah. Or the dead zone, which is called the Midwest. <laughs> the flyover states, baby. Yeah. Or you're yeah, in a tropical paradise like uh, the big Kev Huna Studios. Yeah. You big wake Kev up Huna. and 65 is a little chilly. Might put on some some long sleeves. Long sleeves, and you got to put on socks under your slippers because it's too it's too cold. Slippers. No, no, that's too. Nobody funny. does no, that. Just, just, just no, long sleeve shirt, that. maybe, <laughs> and even does. that's stretching it. For those of you joining us on Patreon, uh, uh, or checking out the video of today uh, on Instagram, I'm messing around with filters today because I had a brilliant idea. Except I don't know enough about how to find filters on Instagram, so I can't get the same filter for all of us. So if you know how to find filters on Instagram, why not yeah, call the GVM line? 201-730-2547. Or just text Kev because it's more of a Kev thing than an us thing. But we'll, we'll, we'd love me. to hear from you about anything. You can talk about the filters uh, if you really feel like it, though. Oh, it's so cold here today. It's snowing. Oh, jeez. Uh, visual element for those folks that are just listening to it is going to be so entertaining. Um, oh, yeah. So let's tell people how they can see us on the show live, but let's go through the uh, Patreon uh, options there. For $1 a month, you get access to the show's Discord server where you can chat with members of the Geek Stuff TNG, TNG including team. Me. Including Kev, if you at mention him. We've, we have to say that. The only way to get a response yep. from Kev is to at mention him, but he yeah, has been responding. Just three times. That's right. Um, let's see. I responded every time. Yes. 
and there, there's there was a lot of uh, a lot of action uh, about Shang Chi this uh, this week, and so we'll probably talk a little bit about that uh, oh. coming up. Let's see, for three dollars a month on the Patreon, it's the early bird special. You get the show uh, a day or so early. We typically record on Mondays, like today, Labor Day, even when it's a holiday. That's how much we care about our listeners. Uh, and you will usually get the show either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Uh, for five dollars a month, it is the bonus round where you get the weekend bonus show, the Sandwich Shop. What was in the Sandwich Shop this week? I, I finished the Blade trilogy with Blade Trinity, folks. Um, I liked it more than the second one. <laughs> but not as much really? as the first one. Not as much as the first one, yeah. The second one kind of fell flat for me. He, he kind of phoned it in, the third one, I think by his own admission. I know, I just I didn't like the second one as much. I thought, I thought it was very, like, the best way to describe easy. it is the second one felt like filler to me. It's easy to love the third one because you have Ryan Reynolds so predominantly in it. And honestly, I think I kind of liked him the least in that movie. Really? I just thought it was just so like... Plus you have you have Jessica Biel in it as well, who was yeah. absolutely awesome in that. I just felt like... Right, all right. I, I did a whole sandwich shop. Uh, <laughs> you can hear my thoughts there. We can have a later dis- a private discussion about... Okay. My thoughts about Blade Three later. Yeah, and are you are you following up with the vampire motif by doing Lost Boys next week? I guess I am. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Right now, yeah, Lost Boys is the way to go. If you've never seen I that, I had this horrible thought at work that what if they make me do Twilight? <laughs> now, 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 of course that you've told us. This is say Don't shop. worry, it's only like what is it like nine films? No, you're fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Just one at a time. That's I'll all. I'll do a bad. A time. You'll slowly see me turn into a bad Kristen Stewart impression during the show. Well, I just don't have a lot of emotion. I touch my hair a lot. That would be fantastic for the visual oh. people, right? Yes, they want a great Kristen Stewart impression from Sandwich. Well, we're, and we're going to be talking about down. we're going to be talking about Sparkly Batman uh, today in the news as well. So we got to, this is all works works out really well. Um, it's the sparkle. And for ten dollars, you get Instagram Live. Where you get to see Kev play with filters this week. Who knows what he'll do next week? Yes. Oh, but oh, you, yeah. you skipped like, the other half of the of the bonus round is you get the vintage shows. Uh, and yeah, how could you forget that? Sandwich? So on the first and the fifteenth oh, of the month we filmed a million years ago. Yeah, we get we get Tapes. the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek stuff. And I believe it was episode sixty two just went out. Did you listen to it, Kev? Uh, no, not yet. Probably today. So that is a hallmark episode of that Geek is. Stuff. Lots of yeah. very important things happen in that that have long-lasting ramifications to uh, to the genre, to, to the show itself. The so, show, yeah, that's true. Yeah, very and then, like Sandwich said, for $10 a month, you can join us on the Instagram Live and watch the show as it happens with Kevin manipulating filters for the whole show. You know, my favorite whole part show. about... I'm, I've given up because I can't... I can't <laughs> I don't understand why they're not matching sets. You know what I mean? Like if these are the filters, like it looked most of them match, but not all of them. It's it's weird. My I favorite part about this program is that whereas comics, every time something new happens, they change the numbers for the hundredth time and there's five hundred new number ones. Uh geek stuff has been the same numbers the whole way through. That's true. We're at 650. Congratulations. 650 episodes of this nonsense. We didn't like renumber even when we rebooted 15 times. Now, isn't there an episode which shall not be named? Times there is uh, a few. Yeah. (laughs) Can you can you give me one of those numbers just uh, just for fun? 300. 
So 300 is lost to the annals of time. It, there, is, uh, there is litigation regarding episode 300 that does not allow us to speak about it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into the news here. Uh, I think kind of big, a big deal was uh, some Rick and Morty news. Did you guys see? Yeah, so what the hell are they doing? They're, they're fucking with us. It's got uh, to so be a work, right? It's got to be because they, um, uh, they have been putting out these little snippets of live action Rick and Morty with uh, Christopher. Um, uh, oh, my God. Lloyd. Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd uh, playing Rick. And I recognize that kid from something. I don't know what, but he's I recognize Stranger him. Things, but I feel like he's in. He's not Stranger Things. But he's definitely in something. I recognize that kid. I don't know yeah, where yeah. from. But they're, they're doing just these live action. They're like five, six seconds. You know, it's like one thing, you know, like uh, like one little line or something. You know, the latest one I put it on. I put all these on our Facebook, at least the ones that I've, I've caught so far, which I think is all of them. It's the end of the pilot episode where Morty is uh, like um, having a conniption on the ground. And Rick is standing over him going... A hundred years, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, a thousand years, and whatever, whatever he's saying. And Christopher Lloyd is doing that. They did that one, and they did. Looks like Morty says, "Oh, Rick, did you turn yourself into a pickle again?" And he like <laughs> pushes Morty aside and grabs the pickle and bites it and goes, "Like, why would I do that again?" Or some some shit. And what was the the other one? Is they just step out of the portal and he says, "We're home." Now, I don't know if this is leading to something like a, a single live action episode or what. Um, it's really interesting primarily because Rick and Morty was originally created as a parody of Back to the Future. And so Rick is actually Doc and Morty is actually Marty and a sort of a real sort of bizarre twist on those characters is what the basis of Rick and Morty is so to get Christopher Lloyd to kind of step in there and play live action Rick for a hot minute is really cool. It's really interesting to see. And I'm really glad that they're doing it. Is it going somewhere? I don't know because yes, Mr. Sandwich. So that kid is an it. Yes. Yeah. He's he's yeah. He's the stutterer from it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I knew he was in something. Um. So that, uh, uh but they also put out, Oh, I didn't see last night's episode. Did anyone see last night's episode? No, I'm, I'm behind. I put a teaser on behind. Facebook about that. I put a teaser up about that, too. It looked like some sort of superhero or supernatural. If you go to our Facebook, Geek Stuff TNG, um, they said this will make sense on Sunday. And this was last week they did this. Um, and it was Rick doing some sort of like it looked like he was sort of flying or or falling down with it said something like Rick and two crows or something like that. I don't know if you guys saw that on our Facebook or not. Maybe, uh, maybe Scott's looking it up. Um, but uh, I, I, I posted that as well because they said it had something to do with Sunday. But I haven't seen the episode yet. So hopefully I will um, get to that today. Yeah, like I said, I'm a little behind on Rick and Morty. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I can't believe that anyone's behind Rick and Morty. If there's something I'm going to make... Sure, I see. It's probably Rick and Morty. Like, I'm behind on The Walking Dead, but not Rick. Well, I mean, I guess I'm behind Rick and Morty by, like, one episode, by one day. I want to I want to talk about The Walking Dead. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, so I just want to real quick so we can wrap up the Rick and Morty part. It is like it could not be any more meta to get Christopher Lloyd to come and play Rick, having it been based on kind of a a pornographic parody back, you know, that was a goof back in the day that has become this, you know, giant fan fan favorite. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, But so, yeah. So so Walking Dead. Tell me why you still like it. Did you recently watch it? No, I haven't watched it. So I, oh. I gave up uh, 10th season. I gave up in the beginning of the war with the Whisperers when Alpha was still well, around. I, I actually liked the Whisperer stuff. I thought was really good, actually. I liked that season um, and a half, whatever it was. And I think I told you there was, they still had moments where for me where, like, they got me in the sense that I totally, like, um, I was totally unexpecting something to happen and, and something happened. I think, and we've talked, it's, it's long past spoiling it at this point, but you know, there was a point where they killed like a handful of fairly significant characters, you know, in a really, really like shocking and really just amazingly presented way. And I was like, I was, I was, you know, again, I'm feeling probably what you felt, Scott, when you were like, I think I'm going to give this up. I was feeling that too. I was like, come on, they got to do something here. I mean, I like it, but it's not really grabbing me. Then they did that. And I was like, oh, I have to see what happens after this. All right. And so now as we're moving into season right. 11. And this is it. This is it. Yeah. How are they going to, they, they got to bring Rick back before it's over. Um, I mean, is, is Michonne gone? Did Michonne? point. I'm sorry. Well, who who's did, gone? Did Michonne is she still on the show or yeah, she's Michonne gone? Michonne is Michonne is off somewhere as well. So one presumes that before the end of this season, that we'll get Rick back and we'll get Michonne back because the plan, I think, to spin Rick off into some either a movie like theatrical release movie or a one-off movie on AMC or whatever the plan was. I don't think that plan happened. And I don't know exactly why the plan didn't happen, um, but that was the intent. It was the intent to have everybody in the show, you know, the characters in the show think he's dead and then have him go off and do whatever it is that he was going to do and then return, presumably. I think all we're missing at this point is what's happened to him in between. And my guess is that we will probably get at least some of that before the end of the season. And it may have to do, it it very well likely has to do maybe with um, with these new with this new group. You know, they have like armor and stuff like it, like spacey looking guy. I don't know what they're called yet. And I've only I only saw them briefly because I haven't really dove and uh, dove, dived, dove. I haven't Kinda dove. Too. No. Divin? No. <laughs> I think it's Dove. dived, technically. Jumped. I haven't jumped into the new season uh, yet, so I don't know exactly who they are or what they are. I mean, in the, the minute or two that I saw, they were, like, hardcore questioning um, Ezekiel and uh, whoever was part of that little band uh, that, that, that they got captured at the end of the first part of the season. I have to believe that that, that – Rick has something to do with those people or they, those people have something. I have to believe there's the, there's a connection there um, because that's the only way I think that they can bring this to a close is by at least getting Rick back. Um, 
and and I imagine that Michonne has to come back as well for the same exact reason. You know, I just imagine that that's the case. Now, I don't know 100% for sure. I don't know who's going to make it and who's not going to make I know Carol and Daryl are going to make it. You know how I know? Because they have a spinoff show coming. So I know they're going to make it. As far as anyone else in that show, it's anybody's guess what they do with those characters. And that's kind of what I want to I want to see how they're going to end it now. And it, it has nothing to do with the books at this point right because like daryl no, didn't no. exist in the books or i mean no, are there... i don't think so i don't th- I, well, and... I, i'm i'm behind on the books honestly so i couldn't even and it's been over for a while but i don't have the books here and i feel like so... i feel like carl survives in the books and rick dies in the books isn't yeah. that accurate and like the last Spoiler. the well, second I mean... to last issue I, can we talk about spoilers for the book it's been over for a while, but I, I, I wouldn't say, I, you know, I, I, before you say it, though, I would yeah. say, let's just bear in mind the fact that you you don't need to know the book. Like, you don't need to know the book. It's nice because the book is sort of another, again, if we think of things now in the terms of the multiverse, because everything is a multiverse now. So if we think in terms of the multiverse, the book is another verse of those characters and that's all well and good, but we shouldn't be comparing one to the other at this point because they're just they're removed enough from each other where it, it's it's not it, it's it's silly to do that. It's not really I mean, it's not inappropriate. I don't think inappropriate is the right word, but it's not it's kind of pointless. Yeah. Again, I was just oh. just wondering because I mean, I, I'm assuming that when it's all wrapped up, yeah, I'll find some time and I'll go watch seasons 10 and 11 and be done with it because yeah, i'm a yeah. completist when it comes to stuff like that i hate to leave it i hate to give up yeah. mid-show but i feel like I'd I, probably, I need to. i'll be honest with you i want to uh, when it's done i probably will want to go watch the entire thing again um simply because i think as a whole i think it's uh i think overall it was a good series i don't know that i'll feel that way about fear the walking dead like i'm struggling with fear like i haven't watched it in you know, I, I sat down at one point and decided I'm going to get I'm going to work through Fear of the Walking Dead. And I just I didn't make it that far. A couple of seasons, maybe two or three. And I was like, eh, meh, 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 meh. so I was like, eh, I don't I don't know if I'm going to do this or not. And now there's the new show, which I'm already it's at least half a season behind. Um, the one with the kids, okay, the one with, with the, the, the kids. Older world with the zombies, whatever it's called. I forget. I forget his world in the title, but I forget what it's called. Um, and, uh, uh, and then we have the, the Carol and Daryl are, are coming up too. And I'm going to want to watch that. So I'm trying to sort of get all the ducks in a row, so to speak, so that I'm, I'm not missing out. And, you know, and what makes it even harder is the fact that I'm bumming AMC off of somebody and they don't have it anywhere else, but AMC, you know, and then even with AMC, it's like, you still have to wait like a week you know, before you can see it at all, but with commercials, but it's just AMC is just abusive. And the problem is once this main show goes, I don't think either, I don't think either of the two other shows have the draw that the main show had, nor do I think Daryl and Carol are going to, I mean, they'll have some draw because Norman Reedus and uh, that character is really popular, but I really don't think at the end of the day, I think they're going to have to start adjusting a little bit because they don't have anything else that anyone is like chomping at the bit to tune into. So the fact that they keep such a stranglehold on their online, um, 
streaming, I think, is first of all inappropriate, and second of all, half has to change. I think. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, go ahead, Dom. No, you go. You go. Sorry. I was just gonna say, you know, AMC, like they used to have, like several shows. Like you know, they kind of had a few different shows that would run, or when one would end, the next one would start. Um, but yeah, that's like they're all on the. It's all the Walking Dead franchise. Is there anything else on AMC that anybody cares about? No, I mean they've had some shows like what was it? Hell well, on Wheels. Hell on Wheels, Breaking Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul are over there, I suppose, um, too. And I really like. Yeah, but there, I, mean, those. I mean, Better Call Saul is now on hiatus until uh, what's his name, Bob Odenkirk recovers from his heart attack. And, and so this and this is the final season anyway. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that's going to be an indefinite delay. They haven't said a thing about that filming again. So that's on hiatus. So they don't have that. They don't. And I mean, uh, I didn't watch Breaking Bad on AMC. I watched it on, where was it? Netflix or Hulu or whoever. One of them has it. And so I didn't watch it there. Um, but the, some of the, one of the services, maybe it's Netflix has, has Walking Dead also, but they only have like seven seasons or something. It's, I mean, it's. The way these things get laid out, it's just kind of ridiculous. You know, there are things also that have like most of the episodes, but not all of the episodes of a given season of different shows, which is fucking stupid. Either put the season on there available or put the whole season as, you know, pay extra for it or whatever the fuck it is, because it's it's just fucking stupid and greedy to do it the way some of them are doing it. Yeah, Um, I mean, that said. AMC currently has nothing else. Preacher's done, right? Yeah. Is it done? done. Or is... Do we know? It's been done for like a couple of years now, I think. Yeah, Pre- Preacher's all done. Yeah, so Preacher's done, so they don't have that. That What was what was that fantasy kung fu sword fighting show? Into the Badlands, which yeah. got canceled after two or three seasons? Yeah. It so was that, I thought long. it was okay. So uh, what the fuck else do they have? They had Mad Men, which ended... Yeah, I mean, years ago, like they're, ago. they're, it, it's just, they're, 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 they're going downhill, right? Like they started yeah, with, with they these fantastic shows and they built, and then they, they just, yeah. I think they went too all in on the zombie thing. I, I mean, that's I, it. I don't just, think they, I don't think they went too all in on it. I think what they're trying to do is, is give themselves a zombie show lead in for everything. So you get the, you get the Walking Dead, uh, or a spinoff, and then you get, into the Badlands. You get a Walking Dead or spinoff, and then you go into uh, Hell on Wheels, which, by the way, I thought was a good show. I just think it had a shitty title. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I, that's another one where I got so far behind that I stopped, and now I don't remember where I, yeah. at what point I was, and like, I'm not yeah. going to rewatch the whole thing, but I did. I liked that show. I liked the um, yeah. the, the, the main that, character, the main actor who was, who's, yeah, he's over that on might Star be another Trek one. Now. That might be another one that I go back and go through. Justified is another one. Oh, that was FX, that, wasn't That it? wasn't AMC, though. That was FX. Yeah. That's another one, though, that I want to go back and watch the whole thing on. Because how do you not watch Timothy Oliphant as a sheriff in any capacity? You don't miss that shit. Whether it's on Deadwood or Justified or the fucking Mandalorian. The guy's played a sheriff in three shows. And he's a hard ass in all three of them. How do you not watch that? Of course, I'm going to go back and watch that. I, I will hope we get more Cobb Vance in Star Wars, but I know we're not going to. So, um, 
But that said, AMC really at this point, once Walking Dead, the main show ends, they got jack shit. I can't name another show on AMC that I'm like, oh, I really want to watch this. Nothing. They should have took American Gods. Yeah. They should have took uh, 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 American Gods and spun it off, spun off Anansi Boys with it and did an Anansi Boys. They, I mean, there's a number of things they should have done, but they didn't do it. So they're fucked. What are they going to do? Yeah. They got nothing. All right. Well, Dom, did you have anything else about AMC? I was just going to say what you guys are saying that I think they've. So since Walking Dead started, they have started and ended so many shows that it's now at a point where. Now all they have is Walking Dead, and then when Walking Dead's over, it's going to be, oh, why do I still have you? Why, yeah. why are you still good to me? Watch what have see. you done for me lately? Yeah, watch and see how AMC subscriptions fall off a fucking cliff once the Walking Dead, the main Walking Dead show ends. Yeah, I totally agree with uh, the sandwich on and this then, one. You know, in a greater aspect too, I think just outside of Disney Plus and like maybe Amazon, I feel like there's not a lot of like our centric shows that are any good right now or like there's nothing that's really like i feel like holding anyone's interest show wise that i could think of i feel like tv shows are just kind of generally fallen off lately that you know there's nothing really keeping anyone's interest well there was unless like i said it's mcu disney plus stuff or something on amazon yeah there was there was that kind of golden age where you know it's not TV, it's HBO, and then like FX and AMC and and some of these other networks tried to compete with shows like Mad Men, with uh, you know the the, the Shield and uh, Justified, and and those shows kind of had the feel of like an HBO show, but it was on these other networks. But now with all these different streaming services, I don't feel like those networks are able to pull in anything. I mean, man, if, if I look down in in our segment about the streaming channels, you know, like. There's just, there's so many shows, but none of them are that exciting, right? You know, there's going to be an Aliens series on FX. Um, you know, Snowpiercer's going to go into its fourth season on TNT. Does anybody we care? Posted, uh, we posted, well, uh, that's supposedly a good show. Yeah, it's supposedly a I good mean, show. Does anybody I watch it? No, and, and I'll be honest with you. I didn't know there was four the movie, seasons of it. The movie's, been on my, the movie's been on my list of things to watch for probably three years, and I still haven't watched the movie. Oh, but I it? hear the show is very good. So you, you haven't seen know. the movie, Kev? No, I have to. No, I thought it was pretty solid. I don't know if it needed a TV show, but I thought it was solid. Well, yeah, nothing. Sometimes nothing needs a TV show, but it gets one anyway. Yeah, like in humans. Anyway, uh, so it, yes, yeah, so, I mean, so that yes, yeah, so Snowpiercer is it, that's probably a really good example of something that I probably would want to check out, but I'm just not. I haven't been drawn in yet to do it as far as upcoming shows go did you see i posted on our facebook i posted the trailer for wheel of time did you guys see that no I missed and that. it looks like they've already they're already like game of throning it because you see you know various states of undress in the trailer <laughs> so they're already like no oh, we, we we got naked people over here too just saying, swords and naked people. It we sells. got you. It sells. Right, we got you. Dragons we and got boobs, you. right? Well, I, you know, Wheel of Time. I don't, remind me of those those novels. I don't. I'm not familiar with them. 
uh, fantasy series been going on forever. What's his name? Jordan. I think somebody is the writer. Um, Michael Jordan. No, that's a basketball player. Um, and an actor. Ah, somebody Jordan. Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan. Thank you. And I think he died. And I think somebody else wrote the last couple of books. They have a lot more books than Game of Thrones, uh, I think. So they're going to have more material to work with. There's a lot of, um, if I remember correctly, I feel that there's a lot of strong female characters. And I think they were kind of pushing that also in the, um, in the trailer that this, this, this is, or will be a very female positive show, which is, which is good because it's written that way. So it should be that way. Um, as I recall, anyway, it's been a hundred years. You know who the real expert on this is. We're going to have to bring him in when, uh, when uh, perhaps when the premiere happens, we'll have to bring in uh, the wheel of time expert. OG. Actually, I feel like has read every one of these books. Yeah, well, it says uh, with 90 million copies sold worldwide, it is the best-selling epic fantasy series since The Lord of the Rings. So, so yeah, I that mean, seems, it's just one that, that I don't know right. that much about. Huh. That seems right. So, and, yeah. I, and I'm sure it's because they've had, does it say how many books are in the series? I feel like it's 15. I don't know. It's a lot of books. <laughs> They che- they cheated the numbers because they had so many that people that an X amount of people bought that it boosted their own numbers. They, they renumbered. They start renumbering. Yeah, yes. there, there's 14, 14 books in the series. Looks like fourteen issues. Oh, ones. look how close I was. And the last 14, one came out in two thousand thirteen. So it seems like was it's not tough. written by him, right? Was not written by that Jordan guy, right? Yeah, I feel like the last two were written by somebody else, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, it's uh, San- uh, Sanderson is the is the author that picked up after Jordan. Yeah, which I think was the the wish of Robert Jordan. I think uh, I don't know. Again, we need OG for this topic. Yeah, maybe he could so call him with the, the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Of course, he doesn't no, have we'll to get- dial it. He could just hit the button from his uh, office, right? We'll we'll get him when the, when it premieres. We'll uh, we'll we'll have him on so that he can uh, he can tell us uh, all about the wheel of time. I feel like a hundred years ago or so, he bought like a sword prop replica from Wheel of Time. I mean, I mean, OG really, if I recall correctly, I, I it may be his favorite fantasy series. I don't know if that's. 100% true, but I know he talked about it quite a bit and I have a I I read a couple of them I think, but I just didn't get drawn in that well that much. So It's hard because a lot of fantasy a lot of fantasy seems derivative sometimes. And so it's really hard. It you need like a really different angle sort of for me to get drawn in or a character or some plot device that is different and new and you know, because some of it seems so like problem group of strangers with varying talents, some kind of fellowship journey. Yeah. Journey, uh, conflict within the group group comes back together to solve the thing. And Someone dies along the way. Yeah. It's basically every single D and D game that the sandwich DMs. So, Wow. How many have you DM'd in the last century? Uh, a few, you'll recall. Remember? I wasn't ago. invited, so, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> I yeah, know well, how you want to fly out and play. That was fine by me, but you know, I don't, I, I, we're going to do this remote playing thing. I know that's true. And I'm going to play, um, very soon. I have intentions of teaching, um, some people how to play back there, including mumbles. Really? You remember mumbles? Yeah, I remember him. That's why I'm saying it like that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you, but I, I, I'm committed to, to trying at least. So, you, so my, you my thing guys was, and your, and your Dick Tracy nicknames, but anyway, go ahead. That speaking of game of Thrones, weren't they doing like a prequel game yeah, of Thrones something, show about the yeah. Targaryens? And yeah, also something... a prequel Lord of the Rings show and also some other prequel. Are they doing a bunch of prequel shows now? The Lord of the Rings show is, I think, the second age. Right. Like it's, I think it's, is... it's the Silmar- after the Silmarillion, but way before The Hobbit. Way, like, like thousands way, of years before yeah, The Hobbit. Yeah, a thousand years. Yeah, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's the time, I think it's going to be the time of the war. So the opening of Lord of the Rings, when we're getting the history lesson of the ring, I think it's that period, I think, um, because Elrond is in it for certain. So, and I'm guessing Galadriel is probably in it as well. Um, but they, I think that's the period. I think the period is the war. I mean, not, not maybe not the war proper. Maybe it's leading to the war. I'm not sure. You know what? And at this point, I'm really starting to get scared about that show because they picked up production from New Zealand and left. And the rumor is to go to, I think, England. And the rumor is it's because they're going to do it more prequel, Star Wars prequel style, where they'll just have digital backgrounds Uh. for everything, even though they have New Zealand. You know, uh, I just I don't understand this choice, but uh, I'm I'm a little scared about it. What was the other thing you said? There's a prequel the Targaryen prequel series. Yeah, the game something happened. Something happened to that show. I don't know if it was canceled or put on hold. I recently read something about it that said something along the lines of that it had been canceled or put on hold, but I can't remember which. Because I think so. that is something. That I would like to explore. Not that I wouldn't like to explore Lord of the Rings more, or any any other myriad of fantasy realms pre uh, pre what we get them. I always like exploring them more, but I would like to get into Game of Thrones a little more again because I did think that that world was rich enough that we could get one more series out of it. Maybe not like fifteen, like we were thinking when it was in its height, and we were get going to get everyone's spinoff show. Yeah, but I think we could get like one more good like five seasons. That's it. That's all we need. We don't. Need- I think we should. I think we should get a, a one-off movie called King Bran, where he dies in the first five minutes. Yes, the yes, I support that. Stupid, wouldn't wouldn't stupid. he see it coming? Yeah, yeah, but he, but he, but he, he couldn't do anything about he it. Knows. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't do anything about it because that's how fate deemed it that he must die here now. Yeah. Choking Good. on his sandwich. Um, so House of Dragon, House of the Dragon has shut down due to COVID nineteen. There you shut go. Down production. Uh, so they're still working House on it, but it's shut down due to COVID. Yeah, I thought it was something along those lines. So. Um, yeah. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. No, we haven't even we haven't even talked about the weekend box office in Shang Chi. All right, let's do it. I heard it did terrible in the box office. Yeah, only yeah, seventy has seen one this movie. Only seventy one point four million, shattering the the all time Labor Day 
box office record. Did it? I, I, I honestly heard that it didn't do well in the theaters. So if if it if if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Good good for Shang Chi. And I heard the isn't the Rotten Tomato score like some ungodly high number also. I, I really that. liked the movie, so oh, I wouldn't be so good. Everyone. And that's all I've heard. A lot of people like the movie. Have you as seen well. it too, Scott? Has I, everybody I, fucking yeah, seen it? I mean, I have been too busy to get out to the theater to see it. And you know, again, it's the experiment, too many, right? Too many trips to Vegas and not gambling for me, right? That's, yeah, that's that's you know what that is, Scott. That's tantamount to going to Disney <laughs> and not asking if I want anything. Oh, oh no! Oh, now so I'm going to be in the so barrel bad. now. No, oh. Scott, Scott would never do Scott would never go to Disney and not ask me if I want anything. And here's why. And I would never go no, to uh, Vegas and not me. gamble for you. Pardon me, sir. I'm just I'm I'm explaining that Scott would never go to Disney and not ask me if I want anything because he would already know what I want before he went. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because whenever anything pops up and it's like I have to have that thing, I instantly send that to Scott. Instantly. It's like literally I've seen it and six seconds later, Scott has a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, well, especially when I'm already there. Uh, yeah, and then, and then, of course, uh, Brittany gets angry. But still, that aside, it's still that's what happens. So that would never happen, sandwich. Just saying. What? What would never happen? That Scott would go to Disney and not ask me if I wanted something. Well, there's an equivalent. And he, certainly now wouldn't go, something. he certainly wouldn't go twice. And do it. Just saying. Yeah. So I'll remember that next time I go to Vegas. But uh, as for the Labor Day weekend, it says Labor Day weekend is typically a little slow for movie theaters. The previous record was only yes. 30.6 million for the full Labor Day weekend, and that was Halloween wow. in 2007. What was the movie? Halloween. Oh, the, really? Yeah, the 2007 version of, of Halloween. Wow. So Shang-Chi already has done 74, 71.4. And I think that's estimated through Monday. But I mean, and I feel like I got to wait like 40 days, don't I, to see it on Disney Plus? 45 or 40? Somewhere in that range. Well, it's 45 days, but we're already like four days in, aren't we? Four or five days. Well, in. if you count Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. And when will I be able and when will I be able to see Black Widow? Or am I going to really have to shelf 30 bucks out to do this? I think that one's a longer period. Isn't it like 90 days for that one? Yeah, but so, so it'll be about the same time frame. Well, thank right? God it's not thank God it's not current. You know, like it's not it's not something I need to see. It's not ushering in the new phase. So like I can wait the 90 days to see it, but I want to see Shang-Chi like four days ago already. I liked it a lot. Like I I'm gonna say it again. I yeah. thought it was really good. Give us the spoiler free. F- way what I like most about it is it is so different from the other Marvel movies I've seen in a while. It just felt so like fresh and new and enjoyable. And like, I, I, I really so, actually liked it. So I had no Aqu- expectations and I got blown away. Is, is Aquafina a, a, an Avenger now? I, <laughs> I have no comment. I will say who the, fu- Oh, the, the, uh, uh, uh anyway, no, don't say, don't say what I, I, I will say this moratorium. Um, it was a funny point. They, they definitely spend a lot of money on CGI. And there's a point because there's two after credit scenes. One of them where you can tell that they ran out of budget and that they had to handle something a certain way. And it made me laugh. I'm going to say it vaguely okay. like that. So you don't get any ideas, but 
Okay. I, I will say, everything I've seen Aquafina in, she's been fantastic. She was great in Raya. She was great in that, uh, I think it's called The Farewell, where her, her grandma was dying. Um, and, and yet it's still a funny movie. I, I, I'm not saying she's not great. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just curious to know what we're doing. You know, and I don't have enough answers fast enough, Scott. This is my this is the problem with my whole life is I want the answers yesterday, you know, and I want to know what are we what are we doing with Shang-Chi? What are we doing the, with the Aquafina? troubles of living on a tropical island? Now, it, it has nothing uh, to do with it. Is there a theater the you can watch it? When I lived in Jersey because I was like, I can't wait. It's like after Infinity War. Now, I didn't go insane like some people and, and stomp out of the theater and hit shit i i that wasn't me there were people that did that but it wasn't me uh and and so like uh, but i was i was internalizing that and saying like i can't wait a whole year to find out what happens to these people like i want it now i want it faster than we're getting it and i know we're not going to get it any faster simply because i want it to be faster i get that but at the same time it's like my anticipation level is so high that I just like, oh, it's just so frustrating to have to wait. You know, and now there's two pieces of the MCU, which is, you know, is one of my favorite things in the world, the MCU, and two pieces of it that I either can't or won't drop money to see if I just have patience and wait. It's a good lesson in patience, to be honest. But uh, I can't, that 40 days is not going to come fast enough. And I feel like in 40 days, we're going to have, are we going to have Hawkeye in like 40 days? So like, yeah. that's like yeah. right around the corner. Not the to mention the fact of November. Oh, they, that's Thanksgiving. Ish. Yeah. Oh, all good. So uh, can I mention this also? New York Comic Con featuring me and the sandwich all four days. Uh, so come on by our booth. Uh, I understand we have one and it has a number, uh, but I don't know what any of that is because it's not my bad. Even when they tell us, sometimes it's a different one when we get there. Yeah, that's true. That's happening. Sometimes we've also moved. That's also true. So you never know. Keep your eyes on our social medias and we will, uh, we will update you as appropriate. Also, probably joining us, East Coast Scott. Could be a brand new, brand new character on the program. There you East go. Coast Scott. What What is the official dates for New York Comic Con? I believe for people, it's the seventh, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, seven through the tenth. For me and Sandwich, it's six through the tenth. Yes, and Sandwich has appropriately taken off all of those days and gotten all his work done, so he has no. I'm on vacation that week. So he has no excuses to not be available and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. The, the ready only thing, to... which I've mentioned to you before, is if I have finals, which I can't miss my finals. Yeah, so you'll do them at the con. So anyway. Nice. Studying for the finals at the con. and no, also no, no, no. He'll take the finals at the con. He's got to be there. So Excellent. he can take them at the con. And won't there be some... Uh product archive work going on that week as well so if that, you, that, that period that i'm there there will be product archive work going so on. so if you're a fan of geeks ftng and you'd like to volunteer to help clean out the product archive how do they get a hold of us sandwich uh there's, well there's i no guess you call the gbm line 201-730-2547 or email us your application um 
we'll email you back the contract, but we are not liable when you get hurt doing this. <laughs> you you have to be able to lift at least 50 pounds. You have to, you God, know, all those I things. Have, I have all the muscle I need for that job right there in my little sandwich. All right. I hurt my, I got hurt last time. I was, I didn't tell Kev. I had to lift something and I was like at a bad angle and my arm was messed up for like a week. I'm like, am I getting elderly that my arm hurts? Yeah, I can't afford you to be hurt. So you need to, you know, you need to, you know, check yourself. It's when I was looking for X Wing <laughs> and I had That's, to move boxes. And I, and I still don't know what the number is. So, so it was like 88. I, know, I literally I, told you. I'm sure. I'm not sure now. I got to wait. Don't worry, we'll go there on like day one. No, I know we're gonna go. Not day one. What do you mean? Why would we not go on day one? What are we gonna do at seven o'clock in the morning? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go to Starbucks and get fucking coffee. Yeah, and we then we're gonna from- we're gonna go to the art. It happens every time. I think I've worked in this company long enough. Can we upgrade from Starbucks to like a diner so I could eat? Like sit and eat. Ah, uh, for God's sake. We gotta waste time for you to eat. <laughs> Where guys, also just so you know, when you work at the archive, we are not unionized. There is nope. no union. <laughs> That's right. You can try. Happy Labor Day brought to you by unions, but the Big Kev product archive, a non union no shop. Such a a non union subsidiary of Geek Stuff. It's the it's the Geek Stuff Product Archive, the GSPA. Uh, is not unionized. That's correct. Uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to pick it. There's gonna be. There's gonna be a picket line right out in front. That's it. The local 69 is uh, has no bargaining power or anything. So. All right. Do you want to wrap up the first half here uh, and go to break? And with that, Mr. Scott and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode to a break the way we do some episodes by saying we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh! That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. 
and also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hi, this is Henry Winkler, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. The Fonz be with you. And also with you. And how lucky are you? Fonz, you be praised! Live from the Sandwich Shop, Pi Day Productions in sunny Southern California, and Big Kev Huna Studios, it's Geek Stuff, TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118th scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, Lighting lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of their system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxtreme.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Do we lose Kev? No. I think he went to go use the bathroom or something.
I mean, that's what people do during commercials. That he couldn't do, he couldn't do that in the fifteen minutes that we had between between part one and two. No, he wanted to do it now while we're live. While we're live. Oh, that's boy. great. All right, what do you want to say about him while he can't hear us for now? Yeah, well, while he's gone, I mean, have you seen that they're making a uh, Magic: The Gathering animated series with Brendan Ralph? So I, I, so they've been trying. I feel like to do some kind of Magic: The Gathering, any other media outside of the cards, obviously, like something with them. I've heard Netflix shows like three times. I feel like I feel like I've talked. To, we talk about one once a year. Um. I would like to see one, but I don't know what. I mean, you could use the characters, I guess, and you could say the stories, but like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much we really need a Magic the Gathering TV show. Like, even people who like Magic the Gathering, and I know a lot of people who like it. No one's really asking. Oh, dude, I'd love to see like a TV show of this or a movie of this. Like, no one's really asking for that content. So, so I'm not against it, but I don't know who's really asking for it. So Brandon Routh, right? Superman returns. Yes. Brandon Routh, right? And who who's he on the seat in the Arrowverse? He's the Adam. The Adam. The Adam. Um, so he's going to be playing Gideon Jura, and it's uh, animated. That's weird, but okay. So who's who's that? I don't know who's that he, character. He's a, a, a titular character who recently died. So that's spoiler. That <laughs> in, what, in what? Died or what's he playing him in? What what's what's what are we talking about? Is this Magic the Magic Gather- the Gathering anime or something like that? Oh. Yeah, for Netflix. It, but he is died? it based on? Is it based how, on? How does a character die in Magic the Gathering? Is it like in the lore he is? Dying? Yeah, and the sto- there is story in the sets, and he died in the story to save another planeswalker, which that's a whole story for later. Are, are there are there novels and stuff that? Maybe it's, this they, is based they, so on. So they used to be. They used to do, like each time a new set comes out, which is basically every three months, they put up like an article on the website that would be like a like a three pages of like story. So they do that like four four or five times, and that would be the story for the set. And then recently they tried doing novels, and the novels were horrendous, and no one enjoyed them. And they were just not well received. And I think back in the day they might have done novels, like when me and Kev were in like elementary school, they might have done them. Maybe, maybe even before that. But um, they did do some kind of I think novelization way back in like the earlier to late nineties, I think, maybe. But I know they've recently tried novelization, and that was not well received. And now they've gotten to a point where they kind of don't really have story anymore. They kind of just have the game, which I I like and I dislike because I did enjoy following a story. But now it's a lot more kind of this is what's happening. This is where we are. These are cards. Buy them. Right. Well, so so, you know, I mean, maybe the. Animated series will give it a little more backstory that'll be fun and well received if they do it right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, so I, I'm interested to see Brandon Ruth play Ralph or Ruth. Ralph, say it? Ralph. Like Ralph Mouth. Ruth. Ralph. Brandon well, R. I'm excited to see Brandon R. He doesn't do, know who uh, Ralph Mouth is. <laughs> okay, sandwich. Who's Ralph Mouth? Hey Siri. Who's? Ra- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, ask him this. Who's Eric the Paladin? Yeah, exactly. 
That's exactly my point. I feel like I heard that's right. That's a good. That's a good deep cut there. I you know it took me a second to get it. That was great. So your assignment, your assignment for next week, sandwich, is to figure out the connection between Eric the Paladin and Ralph Mouth. That's what you need to find out. Nobody tell him. Nobody tell him out there. Do not call the GVM line. Yeah, yeah. Do not call the GVM line. Two zero one. 730 And tip off sandwich to the answer. I don't have access to the emails anyway, to the, the, the voice recordings anyways. I can call. I won't do anything. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So while we're, while we're on the Netflix stuff, um, so there is going to be a Nightmare of the Wolf Witcher, or a Nightmare of the Wolf like animated show that's tied to the Witcher. I think that a couple of teaser trailers have come out for that. Anybody uh. interested or care about that? No, I, I I haven't actually got to sit down and watch The Witcher yet, so I, I don't know a Season lot. Season two coming out in December. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I hope to get through. I hope to get through season one. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I I don't know why I haven't sat down and watched it yet because everyone you know I've been advised that I should yeah. do so, and um, some company, some uh, Chinese company, uh, like they do, um, just released. A one-sixth figure, twelve-inch figure, of some character from that show, a female character from that show. She's blonde. She has some kind of long sword. I uh, don't remember what the name is, but the figure looked really intriguing, and I was like, "Where the hell is this character from?" And then it was like, it turns out it was from The Witcher, and I was like, "Oh man, another, another." Maybe I, I should. I think I know who it is, but they haven't gotten to that point in the TV show yet. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying that I saw the figure, and I was, I was. I was impressed by the design and such mm. that I wanted to see where it came from. And so then I found where it came from and I was like, oh, well, this is just another, you know, reason. If, maybe if that- I think it is what that is, they're not going to get there for a while because that's her like name, the end of the. I feel like her name begins with like E. Like Siri? E, V, something. I don't know. Yennefer? Siri? Oh, Yennefer's not blonde. I don't know. I know she's not, so I'm trying to figure out, like, I think it's Siri. I don't think it's Siri. I don't know. I'll look it up and post it later on. Because, anyway, the, the show is good. Uh, it was... I've, even ha- I've gotten people to watch it who don't even like, like, that high fantasy stuff, and they've all liked it. Yeah, it was it was definitely solid, and I think that uh, I, the a lot of the commentary around it was, it, it feels a little, there, there's basically three different stories going on, and it takes a while for you to realize how they yeah. are interconnected but when it does it kind of pays off really well it just you know you you kind of you have to put that aside for the, a little the bit second watch through is so much more clearer yeah yeah once you kind of understand how everything works yeah. and it, then it you makes watch it through sense. again it's, yeah it's definitely a show that needs two maybe more which i i didn't mind because i like the show a lot so i didn't mind what i've seen it three times through since it's been released once for me, a second time, watching with my girlfriend and trying to enjoy it, and the third time separately again. And, um, and yet, you haven't watched Shogun and done a sandwich shop on that yet. You've had time to watch yep. The Witcher three times, but you haven't yep. watched the Shogun well, the miniseries. Came out, well, I'm sorry, but I, no one was telling me to watch Shogun until like a month ago. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, well, we'll give you a pass on that, but definitely uh, you're going to have to watch Shogun at some point, right, Kev? I'll definitely yep. get around to it. I definitely won't push it back by finding other films to watch in the meantime. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, let's now, stick with now, now, smartass. 
Now we're going to schedule that shit. You can't oh. schedule my show. Yeah, I can. Yeah, well, I can. You don't even handle the scheduling for this show. Scott you're does. Watch. You're supposed to watch uh, Lost Boys, right? Yep. Good. So in addition to Lost Boys, now you can add on episode one of Shogun. Cool. When when you handle the, the, the scheduling for this show, then you can handle scheduling Listen, for sandwich. Let me, let me let me let me allay any doubts that you have about who schedules what associated with this program. It is Scott. <laughs> I know it's Scott. So, <laughs> I just said it was Scott. Scott says that you watching Lost Boys and episode one of Shogun. That's what you're watching. You're don't try to like big brother me. Like mom said, you have to do this. Mom said you had to. I'm just saying. And if that's what Scott says, that's what that's what happens. That's why Scott is the no, producer. Uh, Scott didn't now, say. That. Now Scott <laughs> may get his direction from the upper office, but you still have to do what Scott says. Someone may be directing Scott what Scott needs to say, but you need to do what Scott says. Do you see? That's how it works. That's called the chain of command. And the eye in the sky. Watches. You know what the chain of command is, right? It's the chain that I beat you with until you do what I command. <laughs> That's it. <Fuck>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so while we're talking about Netflix, you know, they're having a fan event. So kind of like an online Netflix, Netflix con. Fandom. Have you heard I about it? it? It's yeah. going to be on the 25th of September. So it's coming up soon. Do you know what they called it? Fandom. No, that's coming up too. That's the, the uh, DC already had that one. Fanorama. It, Fan Thunderdome. That sounds closer. No. It's called. Oh, I oh I have I no no wait come on. We oh can okay. Have more than one. All right. Uh, let's see. Fanapalooza. No. Fanocalypse. No. Oh, I like fanop, but fanocalypse. That's pretty good. Did how about this? Fan stuff, TNG. There you go. That's it. Netflix fan, something, something so so creative. Netflix fan fest. No, no, no. They would, they would have to make it more jazzy than that. Something like, uh, all right, final, fan, final, final. How about guess. this? How about this? Final guess. Fanaru. So, okay, let me give you a hint. It's the sound that it makes when you turn on Netflix. Fandom. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I don't know. They, that's it. It's called T U D U M. Tadum. Fan tadum. No, just tadum. That's the name of it. That's uh, the, the oh, Netflix we were led event. To believe that fan is in the front of it the entire time. <laughs> Listen, you can't spell tadum without dumb. <laughs> so that's the name of the episode. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Episode six fifty. Dumb without dumb. But they, they have wrapped uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3, so that's uh, some good news. I don't a know. A while ago. Yeah. Yeah. That filming, that principal photography has been done for a bit. Are they going to announce when the fuck we're going to get the season? That would be the only decent thing to come out of that. Is when are we going to get Season 3 of Umbrella Academy? And that they've renewed for Season 4 with uh, Elliot Page. So I wanted to mention Elliot Page had uh, there was an article that she mentioned or no, that he mentioned, he, excuse me, that Elliot Page mentioned uh, the Natasha Leone movie 
but I'm a cheerleader as being helpful in kind of dealing with you yeah. know like the, the the public so there's there's a good movie for for sandwich to watch you've seen it though right kev yeah of course so uh natasha leone did this movie called but i'm a cheerleader which is basically uh, about conversion therapy um yeah and kind of i think kind of the 60s like, maybe I'm 70s not, isn't it like i'm not gay i'm a cheerleader well yeah that's it's the i'm a cheer but i'm a cheerleader is is the yeah. title but yeah and and, and it's a good movie but elliot it's, page it's little, i think it's a little too far afield uh, sandwich has too many classic things that he has to watch before we start getting into non-genre movies. How, how classic really is Shogun? <laughs> Very. Came out like 1980. I know, but the first I heard of it was his program. That's fine. I'm telling you, you're really going to like it. You are really going to like it. I swear you will. You'll see. Okay. Okay. And then you'll be like, you're right. I, I liked it. More people should watch this. Okay. So basically on that subject... Elliot Page said that that movie helped to overcome some of the shame and self-hatred about the uh, LGBTQ identity. So, um, and then the reason that I wanted to tie that back in is that Natasha Lyonne is uh, cast in the next um, Ryan Johnson project, which is going to be a series called Poker Face for Peacock. And my question is, are we going to get Russian Doll season two before that, I hope. Did you guys watch Russian Doll with Natasha Leone? No, I heard it was really good, but I haven't seen it. I it's it's a fantastic time loop series, right? So whatever, there right. were maybe eight episodes. So, you know, imagine that you get something as, as good as um Groundhog Day, but instead of being one hour and a half movie, it's eight one hour episodes. So you get a lot of the time loop. You really got to experience a lot. But and it it. It had an ending, so I'm unsure of how they're going to go into a season two. Uh, Are they doing Have they announced the season They two? had announced a season two, and that's why I'm like, you oh, know, I so unless there's been some changes there, I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, and again, I just feel, felt like uh, Ryan Johnson at casting news warranted something, and since it tied into Umbrella Academy and Elliot Page, I figured I'd throw all those stories out there. Wow, and Ryan Johnson, of course, because you know we always want to mention the guy that ruined Star Wars. That's right. <laughs> so, how much longer do you think we have of Umbrella Academy? Like, how many more seasons do you think we get out of? They're out of. How books. many do we want? How many do you think we get? We're they're out of books. So the mm-hmm. the, the content be from out of books after this season. So so there was only this, this three is seasons? the final book, right? Basically, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think this is, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this this is going to be, isn't it the final? I don't know. I'm so behind in everything. I think it. I think there were only three series, right? There was Apocalypse Suite. There was Dallas, and there is this one, the third one, which the name of which I don't remember. The Sparrow. Scott will look it up. Okay. And I don't know that there is. I don't know. I have not heard that there is any additional books planned. There may be, but I haven't heard that they're coming anytime soon. So that's number one. And number two, um, if they're out of material, are they going to start going off without the book? Uh, Or are they going to wait for the book and then adapt the book? Um, that's a really huge question. 
And it's because the show has become really popular. But if they're out of material, what are they going to do? They either got to get, um, you know, the kid to write more material. Or they isn't he working with Netflix about him. What's that? Isn't he working with Netflix, too? On this series? Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. So in theory, I guess if he wanted to, he could just write out the show. Couldn't he? Yeah, or assist in the writing out of the show. That's what happened with Game of Thrones, and we saw how well that went. Well, so, how much was, was he really part of it? Uh, yeah, he was. I don't know how much he was really into it. I feel like, like he was part certainly part of the writing process, if nothing else, as an advisor. But I'm pretty sure that he had a hand in that process. Mm. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Hey, do you know that George R. R. Martin have a hand in the writing process of the last, at least the last season of Game of Thrones? Give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Do not sneak in the answer to the connection between the Paladin guy and Ralph Melf. I'll have to find it out on my own. Do not sneak that into your answer. Do not do that. It looks like... uh... Tales from the Umbrella Academy, Volume 1, it's called You Look Like Death. Is that, I mean, that looks like it's going to be new because it says 2021 for a publishing date. Okay. So that might that be what be they one can base. I think it's a bunch of one-offs. Yeah. So I don't have any so indication unless of whether. That, unless they make a season out of that book, is there any other, does it look like there's anything else in the pipeline? Not for the, the And what was not the, for the volume? Print. What was the volume three title? Uh, hold on. Because it was Apocalypse Suite was volume one. Dallas was volume two. I think the third one was a meeting the other academy. Hotel Oblivion yeah. is what volume three is Hotel called. Hotel Oblivion is volume three. But yeah. that's the Sparrow. Sparrow Academy is Hotel. Yeah. That's that story. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as popular as it is, it would also be nice to let something wrap up and be done and not make more just because it's popular and it makes no, money you can no. have a good story that ends no this isn't so england don't to, <laughs> i don't want a game of thrones umbrella academy i don't either but i i somehow i don't think based on the talent involved that that would ever be an issue i don't think yeah, it's but you, gonna, you don't, don't expect it's it to be to an issue point. until it is an issue i don't think it's going to get to that point i really honestly don't I mean, you Not know, so many, so many of these shows. I, I really, listen, I want 15 seasons of Umbrella Academy. But you don't. 100 years, Umbrella Academy, 100 years. Umbrellaacademy.com, 100 years, Morty. 100 years, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy, 50 years, 50 years, Umbrella Academy. And then it's going to jump the shark. That's a hint. They all jump the shark. It's, it's, a, it, it's an irrelevant thing to say. It's like saying, and then they exhale. Yes, because that's how breathing works. You know, eventually everything jumps. Just name something that didn't jump the shark. DS9 didn't jump the shark. It actually ended solid, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, most things, I now have to correct myself, most things at some point jump the shark. It's just, you know, just how do you used to it? Shark? Well, when, when did this program jump the shark? When I joined. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> you know, two years, I, guys. Two years last week. Two years I, last week. I didn't, say it. 
<laughs> when you so you're you're the cousin Oliver of cousin Oliver. Of Who is cousin up. Oliver sandwich? <laughs> oh, so many things I have to <laughs> write I'm gonna Google that now. I'm going to Google that now. Cousin Oliver. You writing it down? Cousin Oliver, Eric the Paladin, Ralph. Oh, it's Mouth. a Brady Bunch thing. Yeah, it's a Brady Bunch thing. Now, Cousin Oliver is not related to Eric the Paladin and Ralph Mouth, but uh, yeah, I'll do off screen. When when you're looking at reasons for jumping the shark, yeah, bringing in the cute new kid is uh, is one how of about, them, and that was Cousin how about Oliver. Why it's called jumping the shark? Exactly. Well, I said that's a hint for didn't uh, didn't the guy from uh, Happy Days jump a shark? Yeah, that would be the Fonz. I, I wanted to call him the, the Fez, most popular but I think man, was, the most popular man on the planet for several years. Yeah, yeah that guy. Now he's just like a normal guy, a little bit. Oh, like, hey, he's still a good uh, actor, but he's he's way like more normal. I feel like. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, Scott, you just you just found your ID for this week. Oh, what what was it? Oh yeah, there you go. You're right. Okay, that's good. There you um, go. But so you said you don't want uh, Umbrella Academy to get the Game of Thrones treatment and like suck in the final season. But yeah, with no those, those prequels coming up. I'm not saying it would. I'm just fearful that like the more I've noticed this after like there is a there's an amount of seasons you can do where it just becomes like, wh- why are we still here? Like Game of Thrones did not people... need to be eight seasons. Game of Thrones could have really, really honestly probably finished and like set. That last season was not needed. They they could have ended it in seven if they wanted to, yeah, but, but they wanted to milk it for my money. Yeah, I you, think they can do the same thing with game. I don't want them to just drag out Umbrella Academy where they think they can keep making money. If it's great for eight seasons, I love it. I just I don't want it to be dragged out if they don't think they can make it work. There's there's plenty of shows that you can give examples of though that didn't jump the shark. Big Bang Theory never jumped the shark. It was consistent through the whole, my opinion, consistent through the whole run. I'm not a huge fan of that show, but I get Consistently what you're saying. Consistently bad. Oh, no, I, I watched it for no, a what? number of years. but That I got, show is amazingly funny. I, I, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just not a huge fan of it. I mean, it's, it's totally a good show. Unre- I just didn't like it. Totally unrealistic, but not the point. The point is, is it was consistent and it was funny and it was it was definitely in our genre. Definitely. And oh, yeah, no. more so than probably any other thing that we've had in the last 20 years uh tv wise so um yeah i mean so and and in my opinion and i know already the moment he hears this that that vicious smith is going to be banging the keys going typing it was terrible kev doesn't know anything about anything at kev or big kev or whatever it is that signals me that i have to respond the kev signal (laughs) the kev signal to just change it to at Kev signal. So that way you have to do that. I should do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there are, there are a number of shows that I feel were consistent and they went out as good as they, some of them better than they came in. In a lot of cases, I go back to DS nine as an example of that too. I thought the first season of Star Trek DS nine was not very good. First season and a half really was not really that good, but the final two seasons were, were absolutely must see nerd TV at the time. Yeah, in my opinion yeah. that show definitely I mean, nothing, got nothing better. Happened all the way through, right? Like it, like it just kept yeah. going up and up and up and got yeah. better and better. Nothing, nothing happened on the day that that the new episode of DS Nine premiered. 
nothing happened. You know, like, don't call me, don't come knocking, don't, I don't want to know nothing from you, except, you know, if you're coming in to watch DS9, fine. Otherwise, you know, leave me the hell alone. I mean, because we were all, all, all the nerds that I knew, especially Star Trek nerds, we were on the edge of our seat the last two seasons of that show. And I'm trying to think, didn't we have Voyager? Wasn't Voyager on by then? And that oh, show yeah. just sucked. So start to finish, that show was terrible. But the point is, is at the time, uh, you know, it finished DS9, my opinion, finished really, really strong, really, really, really strong. And so there, you know, you, we can point to examples in our culture of shows that, you know, that finish strong, that don't jump the shark in the middle. But yeah, there's, there's always the fear of something that we love is going to A, end too soon or B, jump the shark. Uh, look at Briscoe County Jr., brilliant show one season jack of all trades which is another show that i really liked one season you know like the, and again if we we could go through the list there's there's a dozen of them uh of shows that you know that were that were really good i thought again my opinion um because that's what this show is three people's opinions you may have other opinions do you know a show or like a show that you felt didn't go long enough and or jump the shark, give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And let us know uh, what that show is and why you feel that way. And you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. I feel like the entire Arrowverse jumped the shark just as an entirety. Ooh, I just I just said that line like Christy Morris and I got a little chill. <laughs> Kev, I don't think you said the show that was going to make Vicious Smith lose his mind. I think you got too excited about it and then went back to Deep Space Nine. Yeah, you never said it. <laughs> what, what show? You said, I'm going to say a show. said that you don't know anything about anything. Yeah. What? You were what talking about a show that yeah. never jumped the shark. And you said, right. and I know Vicious Smith's going to be pissed about this. And then you never said what show it was. Yeah. Oh, no, because I said things like Briscoe County Jr. If, if I said anything that he feels opposite on, that's what I meant. So anything that I mentioned during this conversation, like I mentioned two, I mentioned two Bruce Campbell shows, Briscoe County Jr. and Jack of All Trades, which I think were both quality shows and, and didn't last more than a season. You know, and that's what I mean. What I mean is that he'll find anything that I said that he doesn't agree with and he'll be like, I don't know anything about anything. So. It's just the consistency and behavior. That's all. I got it. And okay. with that, well, but let's not wrap up the show just quite yet. I, I all oh, this was oh. leading to the fact that there's going to be a Game of Thrones convention in Vegas in February of 2022, February 18th through the 20th, at uh, the Will Rio Rose Hotel Leslie Suites? be there? I don't know. Is I'd Rose Leslie that? Rose Leslie on the guest list? Which one is she? It does She's, not um, have a full. Let's see. Okay. You you know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, oh yeah, her. I can't Jeez. remember her name. Kev's got a type, people. Um. Da, da, da. No, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, give do me the guess. Do we even need a Game Harrington. of Thrones con? Is it after... under Mrs. Harrington? Is it under Rose Mrs. Harrington? Harrington? No. It doesn't give me. It does not give me the the list. Is Kit Harrington going to be there? It doesn't give me the guest list. It just says that they've announced that there's going to be Stupid. Game of Thrones. They, should, I don't know if if really... they have booked people. They should be getting people on this shit. 
because that's what's going to draw if you if you have like the guy who you know held the spear in episode six of season seven you know like no one's going to give a crap they need names people and hodor's going to be doing peter dinklage i think a lot of people would show up hodor's going to be doing the dj he's going to be the dj for the events and then uh peter dinklage will be too busy with uh toxic avenger uh promotion at that point probably right probably yeah and i'm so excited so. for that you don't understand Peter. how excited i am for new toxic avenger content i am so excited peter dinklage uh do you know sandwich you know peter dinklage went to livingston high school i know he's from new jersey i didn't know where he went to yeah, high school li- i'm pretty sure it's livingston high school huh? it's funny anyway uh yeah, so there's a Game of Thrones con. Not a surprise. Surprise it took this long. One. Two, I will be surprised if any of the A-listers go, and I'm wondering if they've not been able to sign them, and that's why they have not gone yet. Like, I know there's no way. What's-her-name has social anxiety, I think. Uh, What's-her-name? Amelia Clark? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Khaleesi? sure she has social... I'm pretty sure she has social anxiety disorder, so I don't think she'll be going. But I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she won't be going. Like, uh, I don't know. There's a couple of people that if they go, I might be interested, but for different reasons. Like, if Amelia Clark went, I would be interested not because Game of Thrones, but because of Solo. Right. You know, and like if Peter Dinklage went, I would go not because of, well, partially because of Game of Thrones, I suppose, because there is a, there is a, there is a toy of him that I can get sucked signed um from game of thrones which actually i would like to have one of those so that would that would be a motivating factor to go for that um but john snow if he goes he's about to be he's about to be black knight in the mcu right so first of all it's interesting by the way we haven't mentioned this but there's not been a single frame of kit harrington from eternals shown anywhere for any reason why wasn't is he that? in the trailer? No, he wasn't in the trailer. Notably not in the trailer. It's Kit Harrington. All right, I get it. He's not Angelina Jolie, but you know, it's Kit this this is like the guy from Game of Thrones which was like one of the big TV shows in the last decade and this guy was like the most you know, arguably the most famous character in it. And you know, that they haven't showed a single frame. I'm wondering what's going on with that. I mean, you know, maybe it's some good. I think it's. I think that they don't want to let go. It. Yeah, yeah. I think they're saving it. You know, but there's a lot of that going on with the MCU. You know, there's a rumor about the second trailer for Spider-Man coming out. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, or yeah, No Way Home. Uh, there's a rumor coming out that the second trailer will be toward the end of October, and that it will reveal Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Did I don't remember who. Or where I saw the the rumor that it was, um, that it was kind of like a, um, oh shoot, like a quantum leap effect. That uh, even though we still see um, Tom Holland, the people from the other universes see their Peter Parker. That's why Doc Ock, uh, like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, is inhabiting the body of. Tommy McGuire or Andrew Garfield when he's going through their universes as the timeline is fractured, that it was kind of I a mean, that was a quantum leap 
uh, angle. That was one of the things that, that I saw. That would be that would be really interesting if they did it that way. But then you wouldn't have all three of them. Would you have all three of them on screen then? Well, so th- th- if it was that way, you would only really see them if they did the mirror gag, right? Like, but you right. wouldn't you wouldn't actually need them because it's all Tom Holland playing Spider Man, regardless right. of which universe he's in. But the characters from those universes see him as their Peter Parker. Right. I mean, that would be really interesting. Um, I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but that would be interesting. Yeah, I think it had to do with with the storylines that they were looking at from the comics that it might have been where there was one where he like relived a bunch of his moments um, while, you know, it was it was, you know, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and something happened and it caused Spider-Man to relive a bunch of big moments. So it's like a combination of the uh, was it one day? What's the one with Mephisto where he. One day more. One day. So it's a combination of one day more, and then a different storyline where he experienced a bunch of his, um, a, b- a bunch of his moments, and, right. and that. So that's what they they said that it might be. Um, so I don't know. I think that either way, it would be interesting. So did you did you want to talk a little product? Where are we at on time? We are. About there, we don't have much time left, so there's a couple. Is there of anything different... product-wise that's really? I mean, Sentinels, the Haslab Sentinels have not only shipped, but they're getting two people. I didn't get any shipping notice yet. Oh no! Just saying. <laughs> is it is it shipping to the product archive, the non-union product archive? <laughs> okay. Of course it is. Uh, maybe and, the maybe those non-union it, guys I are mean... slowing things down because you know it's Labor Day and everything. And by it, I mean they. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's all good. Don't worry, Sandwich. It's all good. Sure. So anyway. um, Yeah, so that's... (laughs) Kevin will be be surprised when he gets to the unit the first time and there's a lawyer with a union contract waiting. (laughs) Yep. That's all I need is to have to tear up paper before I go work in the archive. <laughs> was there any document. other? I'm trying to think if there was any other like significant. Is there any other significant toy news like that that happened? I'm trying to think. I mean, I I checked out all the the usual places. Um, yeah, I think did we talk about on the show the the new Mezco Rumble Society? The P whatever Hawk, it was. Is it Hawk P forty or the hell? Hawk P forty, yeah. I'm not really just what I've seen so far, I'm not really big on the design. So but that doesn't mean, you know, that I'm not gonna like it. I wanna get a better look at it. Um all they have is the stop motion video so far. Um, it reminds me oh. of like a, like an army builder. It looks very like just kind of there to me. Well, they just recently um the orders opened for the crow for the 112 crow that looked really good so there's a there's a thing you can i'm sure it's waitlisted by now um let's see did hasbro i'm trying to think hasbro officially revealed the eternals figures on their last video thing which was i think that was last week um maybe after we taped i'm pretty sure it was um and a couple of other things as well but I'm trying uh, Star Wars is having some sort of uh, fan first Wednesday, I think this week. So that, that will, we'll talk about that next week. Um, that's, I can't think of anything else really significant toy wise. 
So there was one thing that I, I just wanted to mention because I thought it was pretty interesting. A It's a tie-in product to the Green Knight movie that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Right. And it it's basically a D&D campaign. Or it looks like the it's green, obviously, for the Green Knight, but it looks like one of the original like box sets, like the basic set or the uh, expert set. Um, but it's just a, a Green Knight fantasy role-playing game, but it's basically a, a D&D clone in a box based on the movie. I thought that was kind of interesting. It's only 35 bucks, and I'm kind of debating getting it just because it's just because it seems interesting. I haven't seen, you know, I guess maybe I should watch the Green Knight first, and if I love the movie, yeah, maybe. Then, then, you know, get that as the as the tie-in product. It yeah, just seems like an interesting tie-in. the movie tie-in. sucks. <laughs> right. But I've heard, I've heard good things about the movie, too. So, I, I mean, again, I, I feel like I'm going to like the movie when I get around to seeing it. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about this movie that makes me think like, oh, yeah, this this is a thing. I have heard nothing that makes me feel that way. Hmm. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, know, I feel like A24 movies are very subject, like people love them or hate them. Like the whole, everything from that production company. Anyway, right. that, that was just, a, you know, a, a uh, some product out there that I thought was kind of interesting. And then, uh, some. how about physical media? Do, do anybody buy physical media anymore? Like Blu-rays? You still What's buying that? those? Yeah, exactly. Um, but Phantasm 1 and 2 is coming out on Blu-ray. Would that, that, that be in your wheelhouse? Phantasm 1 and 2 on Blu-ray? No. Who cares? How about Josie, Josie and the Pussycats? Anti-capitalism Wait. in a movie? Whoa, whoa. The live-action movie? The live-action Josie and the Pussycats. I'm coming on Blu-ray? On Blu-ray. See, that I'll probably buy. In fact, I absolutely will buy that. When does that go on sale? Oh, gee, let's see. Can I tell you? I will 100% buy that. It says it's going to be released in August. Wait, no, that it came out in August of 2021. I do it not see the release August. release date. Um, oh, but it just says that it's coming to uh, coming to Blu-ray. So All coming right. soon to own on Blu-ray, Josie and the Pussycats. I'll get that. OG will get that. Me and OG. The only two people probably hold by that. But we oh, will. that's good outro music. The Josie and the Pussycats, uh, I Want Money, right? That, that's Josie and the Pussycats, right? I hate that song. Do three small words. That's a really good song. From Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah. All right. Outro music. I'll find it. <laughs> writing, really writing it down. Is... No, I, I. you know, it's angsty chick rock. It's like angsty hard chick rock, that, that, the, the, the music in that movie. So, yeah, 100%. Wasn't Rosario Dawson one of the... Yeah, she was Val. She was, right, and then she's, you know, in obviously the Clerks movies, and she's the night nurse and on uh, Daredevil, Daredevil right? About, so... you're, you're missing one. How about Ahsoka Tano? Oh, that's right. Wow, yeah, that's current. There's that one. Yeah, uh, yeah she's in it, and um, Rachel Lee Cook is Josie, and... Uh, What's her name? Tara. Oh, it was Tara Reed, right? Reed. Tara Reed is Melanie. So, yeah, that was a really funny movie. That had what's uh, what's her name was the bad guy in that too. Um, Parker Posey, mm-hmm. and uh, also what's his name? Nightcrawler. Yeah, Alan Cumming. Alan Cummings. Yeah, he was a he was a baddie in that. You know, as funny as that movie is, not to get on a tangent, but one of the funniest things in that movie was the made up boy band called du jour <laughs> right which was like that it was the it was the guy from um that show i never watched the me- what was the medical show the comedy 
Scrubs. 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 The guy from Scrubs. It was uh, and Donald Faison. Donald Faison, right? And then it was um, Brecken Meyer, right? Who turned up in a whole bunch of movies. Road Trip comes to mind because I thought that movie was really funny. Um, and it was uh, what's his name? Friend of this program, um, Seth Green. And then there was a fourth guy in there who I think might have actually been a boy band guy, but I don't know who it is. I don't don't remember who it is. But yeah, I thought they were really funny. And their songs were really funny, too. Backdoor Lover is a particularly funny song. So, yeah. There you go. Check out Josie and the Pussycats. Or Own It on Blu-ray coming soon. Or Own It on Blu-ray. There, we've done our promotional material for the week. And with that, Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich... We should wrap this bitch up. Wrap this bitch up. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I should cut that out. But uh, let's uh, let's do this plugs for the social media. As always, follow the show on all the different platforms, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It's Geek Stuff TNG on all of those places. If you want to interact with the show uh, by sending us an email, you can email us at geekstufftng at gmail.com. Or you can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547 or you can support us on Patreon like we said at the top of the show for $1 a month you can interact with us on the Discord server for $3 a month it is the early bird special get the show a little bit early for $5 a month you get the bonus show that's the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff as well as the Sandwich Shop coming soon the episode on The Lost Boys and then for $10 a month and coming soon also Shogun Shogun and then you can also, for $10 a month, watch the show live and see where all the tragic happens while we uh, put this together with some gum and chewing and uh, twine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. How do they get a hold of you, Sandwich? A lot of things. I hope you can see a Me? lot of things happening. You get to see Kev mess with filters for an hour and a half. Uh, Sandwich, what's your social media? You can find me on Instagram at FatDombledore, F-A-T, D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E and special announcement, folks. Oh, wait. I am now hey, the no, proud no, owner we're of not, game we're not, PC. We're not ready. We're not so ready. leaving the xbox Xboxiverse soon. You're what? What happened? I, I got a gaming PC. Oh, for fuck's sake, why? <laughs> so That's what he said you would say. <laughs> so I'll, I'll soon be leaving the xbox Xboxiverse, maybe not permanently but for extended periods of time and why be because it's just better unbelievable and you thought it would be a horrible announcement and it's only okay it is a horrible announcement who am i gonna play with cousin dave that would require you to plug in your xbox which has been sitting in a box since you came back to hawaii back to you kev what's your plugs big kev gs on the Xbox network when I plug it back in. BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And you can find your intrepid producer, West Coast Scott, as Piday Scott, P I D A Y Scott, on the Instagram and the Twitters. And you know, that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Good. There and we now, go. Kev, negative. Take off the filters and end the show, please. <laughs> I wasn't doing filters, nerd. I was looking at Scott's message, which happens to be to you. I know. I read it already. 
With that, Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode, the anticlimactic 650th episode of this program to a close. Oh, what did we end up calling it, Scott? You can't spell to dumb without dumb. <laughs> That's Something right. Like that. You got it. Uh, you can't spell to dumb without dumb to a close the way we end some shows by saying good night Michael K. Williams wherever you are and on that note we cue the music I'm a punk rock punk Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>